Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. We have a great guest today. As we know, we are a country that somewhat is somewhat at war all of the times, and we tend not to look behind the scenes. We tend not to look at the families that are affected by this reality. Today, this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. We are honored to have Vicky Cody, who is the author of two, two memoirs about an army, about army wife and about Fly Safe, or rather, Fly Safe and Army Wife. Um, Vicky, welcome to Politics Done Right. How are you doing today? Great. Thanks, Egberto, for having me. I, I appreciate the opportunity. Well, let me, let me first tell you, um, any kind of story that I'm going to get about honoring those folks that I know are out there putting their lives on the line, I think deservedly so. So first of all, um, thank you for your, 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 both your, your husband and your two boys' commitment to what they do to keep the country safe. Well, you are welcome. And thank you for, for mentioning that. Absolutely. So, but anyway, um, tell me a little bit about your story before we get, I don't want to talk about your guys right now. Tell me okay. a little bit about who, uh, who you are, who is Vicki Cody? Okay. Well, you know, I was an army wife for 33 years and, and along that whole journey, I think I, I didn't realize I wanted to be a writer, but I was always observing and looking at things through the eyes of someone who I, I just know I was meant to put it into words at some point, but I didn't know. I was busy living life and it was a great life. Um, so my husband and I, we began this journey together in 1975 at the tail end of uh, Vietnam. And we never dreamed where it was going to take us. But I have to think that it was all of, of the experiences, the ups and downs, um, the stress, the challenges, but the great joys and the pride of Army life that led me um, down this path of wanting to put it into words. Um, you know, along the way, we raised our two sons. They ended up wanting to follow in their dad's footsteps. And so it was it was actually the events of September 11th, 2001 that um, got me to the point where I thought I've got to write about this way of life. Um, our sons started deploying right away. And I just thought that, um, you know, there wasn't enough out there about, like you said, behind the scenes, what it's like for the families. And so my first book actually was um, this little 64 page booklet that I wrote for the army. They handed it out for free and it's called your soldier, your army, a family guide. It's still available today, free of charge. But when I wrote that, I realized, wow, I've got a bigger story to tell. So it, it led me to wanting to um, write a memoir and then the, the next memoir came and, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> well, you know what I'm going to say here, because notice my question was, tell me about Vicky. I really didn't want to hear about the, the boys and the guys. First, I wanted to know who you are. But within that, I actually gathered that you were somebody 
who wanted to tell a story that could help a lot of other people that are in that that are going through exactly what you go through as being the wife of a of, of an army of an aviator and the mother of two aviators. Wow, you got it on both ends. So uh, <laughs> exactly, yes, yeah. I feel so, that's my mission. Yes, yeah. yeah, so so that that's how I'm going to focus this interview, cent, cent, centralizing on what Vicky, Vicky feels because we know those army guys they're they're going through what they're going through but the families at home are usually the ones that are forgotten exactly exactly and you know Egberto what was interesting was when the war in Iraq began um and our sons started deploying and at that point I had been doing this whole army wife thing for quite a few years like probably 25 years at that point I thought I had been there done that seen it all but I have to say when it is your son, your sons or daughters your This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Kids deploying, it is a whole different ball game. And there were so many times when the war first started. And at that point, my husband, you know, he was like big time general at the Pentagon. Tell us a little bit about that. Your husband actually was a four-star general, right? Right. And and so, you know, I was with him from the time he was a second lieutenant all the way up to four-star general and vice chief of staff of the army. And as as he was in that powerful position, that was when our sons were beginning their careers in the army. And we found ourselves in this position, um, you know, at night, I can remember being so worried when the war started and we had no word from our, our oldest son who was already over there. The younger one was getting ready to join him. And I said to my husband, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter that you're a four-star general. It doesn't matter that I've been doing this for 25 years with you. At the end of the day, we were two worried parents, so concerned about our, our sons. And yeah, my husband had access to a lot of information that the average parent wouldn't have. But that's when I realized I need to help guide the parents out there, the ones just out there in middle America that have no affiliation to the army, their son or daughter stepped up, raised their right hand and said, you know, send me and off they go to war. What are those parents thinking? So that first book was designed just to get parents and family members through deployments, navigate army life. And then after that, I, my other two books or, you know, I wanted to entertain people as as well. So that's as Army TV. Wife. Yeah, Army Wife. That was the first memoir that encompassed um, our whole life as an Army couple. So that covered 33 years. That was a very daunting task, and it took me quite a few years to write. But again, I... I feel like by sharing all of my experiences, which in many ways are very typical, but in other ways, very unusual to have the husband and sons serving. Um, I felt like it was a way to shine the spotlight on all those men and women that wear the uniform 
and step up every day. We have young men and women, our sons and daughters that just say, you know, I want to do this. I want to be in our military. I want to serve our nation. And I feel like there's enough books out there written by the service members and maybe they're writing about the combat and all of that kind of stuff. But there wasn't a lot out there written from the spouse or the mother's perspective, telling people what it's really like when you have loved ones serving. So that's always my goal to get the message out there. And I think that is so important because, I mean, and and you just said it there, uh, the point of view coming from the wife, the point of view coming from the mother, because so, so often uh, I'll just put it bluntly. Uh, the, the men get all the glory, glory, hallelujah, not realizing that that there there's a support system that's underneath that. That general knew that when he was coming home, no matter what happened on, on, on the job, that he was coming home to a loving relationship. Those kids know that they had mama, that they could come and get that 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 rewarding warmth, both <laughs> in food and otherwise you know, when they get home from flying that Apache in Iraq or wherever they're flying the Apache. And again, it's it's usually the story that's left out. When we when we give accolades to 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 service people, we're giving it to the guys. Well, now women are flying and so forth now. So they're they're getting a few now. But I mean, that's how it has been for quite a, a long time. And to see that there is a there is an entire infrastructure behind those who fight. You you totally get it. it exactly. Yes. It takes a family. It right. literally takes a family to support a soldier. They can't do it on their own. And whether it's their grandparents that raised them or, you know, a mom or a dad or whatever, those family members are so important to that service member because, you know, when you're coming and going and, and off doing dangerous things or even just you know, it's it's dangerous just what soldiers do day to day when they're training. You know, even at the base. There, yeah, you're out there in Texas. You know, we were stationed at Fort Hood a couple of times. Yeah, huge well, yeah, Army huge, Army. huge. Yeah. Um, every unit we were ever in, I have to say, there were accidents, there were deaths, helicopter crashes, and this is above and beyond combat. You know, so things happen all the time. And that service member needs to know, like you said, there is a mom or a dad waiting for him, a wife at the end of the day. And I took that role job very seriously. When I became an army wife, it was kind of like, you know what? I'm in this to support my husband. Then when we had kids, I I took that role seriously. I'm I'm here to to raise those two boys because my husband came and went. Oftentimes I was a single parent and I took that job very seriously because I felt like if if not me, then who? You know, it's like I'm going to raise these kids. And and so I have to say it's very rewarding at the end of all that for them to say, hey, we want to do the same thing as dad. Um, and you know, they signed up for duty and, and they're living the life now and, and they're living the dream. I mean, you know, what's not to like about, well, you know, you, you have, I think, I think you have to realize also that if, if, if they, if they grew up and felt they wanted to be aviators as well, it's because you made, you ensured that the life that you had with your husband, they didn't see as something detrimental to relationships that, Hey, I can like this and at the same time have a family look. My mom did it, right? 
Yeah. And, and, you know, it wasn't always easy. I mean, and, and I write about that. I'm very honest and open in my writings and in my books and the stories I tell. It's not just all the, the parades and the pomp and circumstance and, and my husband, you know, rising up in rank. It was never about that. Um, but the, the joys and the pride and the extraordinary people that we met, the places we lived, all of that offset the fears, the stress the challenging times. Um, and we had to work at it every step of the way. We, we just celebrated 47 years of marriage. And, um, you know, there were times when it was like, I was so worn out. I couldn't face another deployment or separation or another move, but we did it. We did it because we loved each other and we were in it for the long haul. And you know what? Now life is like so sweet. (laughs) You know, we have the time, we have the means to, to travel and be with our sons and their families. And, and now we watch it all, you know, through their eyes. And and sometimes it's kind of funny, you know, my husband will say, Vicki, I can't believe these kids have to go off again. And I look at him and I say, but that's what you did. (laughs) He sees it so different now that he's retired. He's the father of these kids doing it. And he'll say, boy, the, the op tempo, the pace is so hectic. And I said, Dick, I know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now let me ask you a a, a rather intense question here. And that is um, you were, uh, you were uh, pretty much, in the position of having your husband starting out as a lieutenant and general to be in a, in a fairly good, I mean, not, not, not to discount it anyway, but in a, in a very good position. Now there are a lot of enlisted folks that oh, have yeah. to go through the same, uh, the same <laughs> issues, maybe with not that much support. What do you have to tell them and what do you have to tell the system to uh, maybe take better care of our enlisted and lower ranked, uh, lower ranked uh, officers. Well, and, and you know, we've come such a long way um, because now like our oldest son is actually a, a brigade commander right now. He's commanding an aviation um, brigade. Um, I look at what's going on now. The army did grow and evolve with, and, and certainly uh, when the war in Iraq started, and I mean, that dragged on for like, you know, about two decades, mm-hmm. the army really did have to step up. And and during those earlier years, that's when my husband was the vice chief. And and he and I traveled to the various posts and and met with families and soldiers and and tried to see what the needs were. And those you know, from the old days, it was called family support groups back Mm -hmm. in my day. Okay. Those have evolved. They do include the enlisted, the NCO spouses. Um, So I, I think that the army has done a better job to embrace all family members and not just officers, wives. It's no longer those little coffee groups for social reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and actually my second book fly safe. That's, that's all about the Gulf war. I talk then, and that was back in 1990, 1991. That was when we first realized that the little coffee groups of the past, were going to have to go by the wayside because that war involved pretty much, you know, the entire army, National Guard reserves. That was when we first started to regroup and think of those those spouse groups as more. Um, well, now we call them family readiness groups. Um, 
they had to encompass a lot more than just social activities. But at the very basis of these support groups, readiness groups, whatever you want to call them, um, what it does is it gives people a connection to their service member. It keeps them connected with other people that are going through exactly what they're going through. Um, and it keeps you busy. It gave us things to do. And I'm so glad that those have continued and they encompass more people. Um, and so really there are groups out there. It's, but you know, the spouse or the family member has to want to join it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you can only lead people so far and you do get complaints from people and they'll say, well, I, I didn't have anybody to talk to or whatever. Well, it's there. And even the National Guard and reserve units, they have their own support system because, you know, that's a whole other challenge. They're coming from towns and cities in America. um, So they're not on an army post, Mm -hmm. but it the resources are there. And I think that the army is, of course, there's always room to grow, but I think they've come a long way. Well, good. I mean, as, as long as I'm always into improvement, both in health, making sure that these people who have all, all fought for us, your husband, your kids inclusive, that everybody is uh, well taken care of the type of politics that I'm into. I want to make sure that those folks who go defend us all are well taken care of healthcare, retirement, everything to make sure they can live that life that they deserve. Anyway, um, in closing, Vicky, why don't you tell me something that uh, you had wanted to talk about that I probably didn't ask you that you want folks who uh, are are candidates to try your books, Fly Safe and Army Wife. Why don't you tell us a little something about uh, what I should have asked? Okay, so I always tell readers my books aren't just for military spouses or military, you know, people. I I love it when civilians read my books and get back to me and say, wow, I never knew this or that. I never knew that's how you live. I didn't know what that was like to have, you know, a loved one deployed. Um, and people usually come away from reading my books with a new appreciation for our military. Um, and certainly, you know, learning a little bit more and my, and my books are, you know, I keep the history, um, alive in these books, you know, because my husband and I were living it, you know, and the second book fly safe, that's based on the letters that my husband wrote me and my journal entries. Um, so people get a very realistic glimpse behind the scenes what it's like in the combat zone but what it's like back home so i would just say i i believe my books appeal to all readers not just military um and i talk about a a lot of just life's um challenges and and universal you know things and and just you know my growth as as a wife a mother um and as a woman so I, I would like to think that that people will take a look at my books just for those reasons and not just because it's some dry, you know, look at army life. Vicki Cody, author of Army Wife and Fly Safe. Thank you so kindly for having been with Politics Done Right. Thank you so much for this opportunity. We 
spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.